Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of September 27th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that that's it. Yeah. Luna had a minor electro- electronical problem, and her whole block... <laughs> does not have power currently (laughs) yeah that's a that's a minor problem right very minor very very minor (laughs) that's why you have hamster power on the rise just will spin it by the way if you guys didn't know we didn't have an episode last week because yeah i I had a family emergency (laughs) i had i had a family emergency come up and we knew in the beginning that luna would not be able to be on so it kind of just fell apart at the last minute. Sorry, guys, but we're back. Yes, and as much as I would love to have a 45-minute episode of me just going crazy on the microphone and talking about <laughs> how AKB is just the bane of my existence as of right now, we're not going to entertain that fact. <laughs> nope. You'll have you'll have somebody on the other line egging you on, so we'll get to find out. <laughs> Anyways, how have you been? What have you been listening to there, Gray? Uh... Let's see. I've been pretty good. Uh, things have been going pretty well due to the family emergency. I haven't been able to listen to a whole lot this week other than next week's music corner. <laughs> like I've been listening to a lot of that, but I'm not going to say what that is. I'll let it be a surprise for next week. And I did I've been listening to a little bit of color creation and a little bit of Daichi. There is a song on an anime that I've been watching called Astra Lost in Space. Their opening theme is called Starfrost by No Knock. And um, they finally added that to Apple Music. So I was able to finally download that and listen to it, which is a really good song. Check that out. I think she only has like two other songs. So she's like super unknown. Other than that, I've also been listening to Dreamers a lot. That was more the week before last, not this past week, but I have also been listening to Dreamers a lot because that last generation's from Exiled Tribe song was really, really good, and I really, really like that song. I, I want to go ahead and say that that was probably the best song that they've done that I've that I've liked so far. How have you been doing, bud? I've been all right. Been watching my hero for like the last couple days. So I've been getting all those songs stuck on the mind. You're prepping for season four? Yeah, pretty much. I, I had bought the entire first two seasons on the lovely iTunes because it was $5. So. You, no, I remember the day you told me that. I I bought them and then I texted my friend. I was like, hey, they're $5 on Apple Music. And he was like, done, bought. Yeah, yeah we're the, hyped. The only thing that I didn't buy was season three because it only had part one for $5 and then part two was still regularly priced. So I was just like, eh, I'll just wait for it to come out for season three and then maybe they'll not do a deal for the whole, the complete season set. Yeah. Right, right it'll, before it'll go season and sell four. again. Yeah, so I'm just waiting. So, I mean, as much Don't... as I love season three, because that's when, you know, the literal poop hits the fan, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that that that's the that's the dark times as I like to refer to them. <laughs> then again, but, I did like the Hero Killer Stain art. That's probably one of the oh best arcs. God. 
Oh my god, such a good arc. I love that arc too. It's so good. The uh in the fight in the alley. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm yep. hyped for season four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been listening to that and then I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot Lisa did a song, so I was like, Oh yeah, and then but yeah, you know, with Lisa, I totally forgot she did this, the ending theme song, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. I was like, I do like the costume that Deku wears in that particular ending, so. Yeah, that is a cool ending. Well, just the, the, the cool genre play that they do in that ending, I, I really liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I also did, like, I totally forgot that Kenshi did Hero for that season also. Mm-hmm. Yep, peace sign. Peace sign. Yep, so... Yeah, it was good. I've been doing that. I, did, uh, I rediscovered my first half of my Juicy playlist. Because I usually only listen to the back half. Because I have literally 300 songs on this track list now. So, it's hard to be like... To listen to it all in one hour's time. Or two hours time a day, so... She's Louise. Because I also wanted to listen to other things because I'm very interested in sports. I listen to the lovely sports radio and all that lovely things. Understandable. So I prioritize that before any music listening is starting the day, so to speak. But yeah, I mean, it's it's good. I was like, I forgot I used to really, really like all of these songs. And, you know, me just blaring bingo from AKB48. Also, Rip, A.K. Bingo, you had your last 11th season over this past year. You have brought great deals of all the AKB48 fans to go watch that show. It's a good 11 and a half year run, so I salute thee for all the services that all the girls that had gone through for A.K. Bingo because they've done some really stupid things on that show. (laughs) But yeah, besides that, let's continue on with the... Lovely, lovely news. We have a good week and a half or so. Two weeks. About two weeks. About two weeks. But we're going to start it off with a lady we've talked about a lot about on the show, and we've also done a very special episode for. So if you are a Yumi Hamazaki fan like Luna is, you will appreciate the very first thing on our news list. As she's celebrating the 20th anniversary of her second studio album, Love appears which also has the iconic single appears on it and they're it's also doing like a 20th anniversary for that as well they're doing a re-recording for appears and so yeah they're re-releasing it it's called the love appear love peers slash appears 20th anniversary editions coming out in two editions and it's going to be dropping on november 10th so be certain to check it out yeah, it's unfortunate that Luna isn't here because uh, she would probably go on like a ten minute rant about this. <laughs> yeah, it's not like yeah. you. It's not like you listen, Luna. But yeah, we know. <laughs> we know all too well. All right, moving on to the next one. If you're like me and you're a huge Hinatazaka Forty Six fan, well, I've got news for you. Their latest music video for their third single has already dropped. And I'm not going to go into too many details, but definitely check this thing out. It does involve a wedding. I will leave it at that. And this song is radically different from their earlier stuff. So definitely check out their third single. It's going to be really good. It's coming out soon. It's going to drop officially on October 3rd. 
And we do have pre-order links for all four editions there. So check it out. I'm, I'm really hyped for this. I really, really love this song. I actually think it's their best song so far since they transitioned over to the Hinata Zaka 46 brand. I just wish they'd get better about putting them on Apple Music because that's like my one complaint right now. Well, you can blame they Sony s- for that, but... <laughs> but all the other 40... Like, they're really good at putting the other 46 stuff on there. And the Hinata Zaka 46 stuff is just nowhere to be found. And I'm like, other than Kune. I've got Kune. But other than that, like, I don't have anything. I'm like, people are making me mad. The song is really, really good. Definitely go check it out. But I do think you'll like this song a lot more. I, I genuinely do. It's not that cutesy, simple, catchy, generic idol stuff. It's it, it's, it's very different and more of a serious tone and ten, tenor. I- I was going to say, you're saying all the things that I just absolutely hate currently with idols. <laughs> well, gambarimas. <laughs> no, but you said that they're not doing that, so that's fine. But when you were listening yes. off, I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no. They're not doing the, 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 the things you hate. They're, they're, it's different. They go in a different direction. Really good, really good. Really great song. But yeah, continuing on up, it is our lovely favorite voice actress turned vocalist, Maya Uchida, uploaded several previews for her upcoming music uh, or mini album, You Are Here, on Anime Pony Canyon's official YouTube channel. The mini album will drop on October seventh or October second, and will be her second overall. And it will te- had teased the lovely, lovely things of. Nami Nori Carry On, Girl Is Fun, and Seasons Come, Seasons Go. If you guys don't know, You Are Here will release with six tracks total, and it'll have several guest artists to assist Uchida this time around, including Take of Flow and Tomoyama uh, Tabeuchi from Union Square Garden. You can actually check out all the lovely, lovely music videos on our site, and it will also release in three editions. You actually can pre-order through CD Japan. But yeah, it's interesting because her song Nami Nori Kedi On is actually written and composed by Taki of Flow, the guitarist. So it's very, very interesting regardless. With that, let's move on up to up-and-coming vocalist. Muna dropped the lovely music video for her upcoming track, Kambia, on her official YouTube channel. This is very, very interesting because she pretty much does a beer run, which is pretty funny because she's only 18 and, you know... <laughs> It's, uh, I'm not going to say anything, but, you know, it's kind of a little illegal, but. <laughs> Just a smidge. Just for, a sm- for the for the people who don't know the legal drinking age, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ken, is 20? Yes. Yeah. They make everything very, very simple. Drink, dr- <laughs> smoke, drive, 20. Not like here where it's, <laughs> where it's 16, 21, 18. No, yeah, no, no. Teen- yeah, yeah, it's like tiered. Like the the way it works, like in America, is like like their achievements as you as you level up in a, in, a, in an RPG. But and um in Japan, now you just get everything when you hit level twenty. It's like boom. There you go. I have achieved now. <laughs> but yeah, Cambier is set to be one of the lead songs for Miyuna's upcoming mini album, Yuda Yude, dropping on September eighteenth. So it's already available if, by the time you already listen to this. So go ahead and listen to it. <laughs> It'll include popular tracks like Boku to Kimi no Lullaby and 
Kuchinaso no Kotoba. And it'll be her second overall. You, you can check out all the lovely, lovely things on our site, and it also relieves into additions. Music video is amazing, though that is a lot of alcohol for, like, you know. I, I haven't seen it. I, w- I almost watched it earlier today because the thumbnail is her in a shopping cart being pushed by another person. <laughs> that that's that that that's funny to me. I can the the album art for this is absolutely disturbing. Oh, what you talking about? It's it's amazing. <laughs> no, it's disturbing. <laughs> you know, we we've seen a lot of more disturbing stuff before, but this is modern art, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's modern. It's it's modern, all right. For like Silent Hill, I don't I don't know. Lou, I can yeah. hear Kyo in the background just yelling, saying, "That's not Silent Hill, man." You would know better than me. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, continuing on up, it is the lovely, lovely voice actress and I, but. And uh, she's probably one of my favorites. I love her very so 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 much, man. I just <laughs> got ad lib ad lib that in there, but yeah, she released a small clip for her upcoming single "Lead the Way" on Bushy Road's official YouTube channel. Being released on October sixteenth, this will be her re-debut from her solo career back in two thousand sixteen, and is being used for the opening theme for the current season of the card game anime card fight vanguard which is the only card game i ever played well no not really i actually bought buddy fight ace cards because they're doing a bang dream collaboration curse my, my stupid. I, I thought you i thought you just built a white shorts deck yeah only of review starlight and bang dream <laughs> <laughs> I don't play these games, man. I just collect the cards of the little girls. I'm like, mm. But yeah, the music video is stunningly shot, so go ahead and give a look at that. And the song does bring a lovely late 90s and early 2000s of Japanese anime pop with her amazing stunning vocals, I might add. But yeah, it will release with two editions, and you can check out both the lovely, lovely preview on our site along with the pre-order links so plus i gotta get that because you know it comes with a a a ticket kind of like how i did with the rosalia concert to go for her concert in april but not just any april golden week april so i'm pretty sure if i even do win i probably won't be able to go because it's golden (laughs) week and (laughs) yeah no there's no way you're gonna get off work for golden week I mean, it's you know, it's just six months, maybe I can <laughs> put in now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the maybe the boss will approve it without realizing it's Golden Week, and then once he approves it, you're gold. No pun intended. <laughs> Man, I'll I'll take this next one. But yeah, continuing on up, it is the lovely, lovely male vocalist Shinjiro Atae will be teaming up with Thelma Aoi. Uh, Aoyama, sorry. And I can hear ya- uh, Luna just like yelling at me in the distance. Screaming. Yeah, it's not like she listens to this, but I can hear her yelling at me in the distance. <laughs> she psychically knows you screwed up. That's what pa- that's what matters. But yeah, if he- she'll be teaming up with Thelma Aoyama once again for a brand new single called Suki Suki Suki, dropping on October 30th. If you guys don't know, Shinjiro Atai is part of the popular group triple a so and they're they've been going some throughout some troubling times as of late 
Yeah, but their newest music video is not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, both of them are no newcomers to collaborations as they've done many collabs and it'll be very, very interesting to see what kind of concoction that they will be doing this time around. But yeah, Suki 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 will come in two, two editions and you can check out the lovely track listing along with the pre-order links on our site. And then continuing on up, it is the lovely four-member rock band Osage dropped the music video for their upcoming track, Analog, on Muffin Disc's official YouTube channel, which is their, I guess, their record label. Analog will be one of the lead songs for their upcoming mini-album, October, unsurprisingly, set for October 9th. (laughs) (laughs) Their music video shows a lovely, lovely group of friends celebrating their last summer vacation and creating them last summer memories which i just love and it's a pretty good thing of you know the as the end of summer ends and the beginning of fall happened this past week it's, it's yep. very, very very interesting and it gives off that lovely melancholy feel of summer finally coming to an end but yeah it will only come out with a cd only standard edition which you can pre-order on our site and you can check out the said music video on our site also all right, moving on to our next album, Visual K rock band Heidi have revealed they're going to be dropping their ninth album called Hyo Hoon, and it's going to be dropping on October 23rd, so not too far down the road. It's going to be released in two editions total, and we have a full track listing in the article, so if you want to go check that out, you certainly can. And if you want a preview for one of the songs that's going to be on the track, you can check out their song Ray, which is in the music, which is in the article. Moving on up to the next article, Korean pop idol sensation Twice. They have revealed they're going to be dropping their second Japanese album. It's going to be titled And Twice, and it's kind of weird the way that they explained it. It's supposed to, like, And Twice is supposed to symbolize, like, the infinite potential when you collaborate, whatever that means. They, they know. I don't. But... On the album, they're going to have their latest hits, Happy, Happy, and Breakthrough on there. And it's going to be released in three editions total. And we have pre-orders up available on the site, so go check that out. And we do have the music video for their hit song, Breakthrough, which was really good. But yeah, continuing on up, it is the lovely four-member rock band Nothing Carves in Stone dropped the music video for the upcoming track Blow It Up on their official YouTube channel. It'll be one of the lead tracks for the band's upcoming album By Your Side dropping September 25th, so it already dropped by this time it already came out. And it's very, very interesting because it it's dual-directed, so that's why it would explain a lot of the visual cuts that are within this music video if you guys do take a look at it. It's it's very, very stunningly shot, and I, I really did like it. But if you guys would, are interested... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I would want this CD, if for anything, that album art is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a stunning artwork yeah. if you guys are interested. Yeah, go on the site, go check out... The lovely pre-order links, it comes in two editions if you guys are interested. And the music video in question is also on the site too. Yeah, I do want to check that out. All right, moving on to our next article. We're going to talk about a guy that I I had never heard of and then I stumbled upon him and decided I'd put his name out there because he's got a really beautiful voice. So there is a Japanese-American singer who goes by the name Nicholas Edwards and you would think he's the whitest guy, but he's half Japanese, half American. He grew up in Oregon. 
and he's made his career over in Japan. And he has revealed that he's going to be dropping his brand new single titled Tears on November 13th. It was really hard to find anything on the on YouTube by him, but I was able to find Hana Mizuki and do check that out. It was an absolutely gorgeous song. The man has insanely nice vocals. So go check this out. And if you like it, go ahead and pre-order it. I think you're going to be surprised. He's, he has a lot of potential. So definitely check this guy out. Yeah, it, it was very interesting because this is the one of the first like full-on major Hapa artists that we actually got to sit down and talk about. So it's very interesting. I would love to actually have an interview with him sometimes, especially because he speaks English. <laughs> I, don't yeah, need to, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't need to worry my skill about Japanese all too much. <laughs> well, we can reach out to him, see if he's interested in talking. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Call us at 555 call AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Asian American artists, we have the lovely vocalist Jessica of the popular Korean girl group Girls Generations, and she announced that she will be breaking in once again on her own through a brand new single called Call Me Before You Sleep on October 9th. This will be her latest release since her release of her mini-album, My Decade, back in August of 2017. What is interesting, she'll be joined by Ili of Sandan Meiji's Soul Brothers using his solo moniker of Crazy Boy, which is... I I have no words. (laughs) I have no words, but yeah, sure. The way you said that was hilarious. Crazy boy. Crazy boy. (laughs) Crazy boy. But yeah, not only crazy boy is going to be on there, the Korean rapper, girl boy. I I, I can't take the sentence seriously. (laughs) Girl boy will also be assisting Jessica on her return. (laughs) The single will drop with only a CD only center release. Unfortunately, there was nothing of a pre-order link at the time, but you can check out her fan meeting that she will be having at Tokyo Shinjuku on October 2nd. And you can check out the music video for her song, Wonderland, on our site, too. Moving on to the next album, we have 12-member pop idol group Beyonds have revealed that they will be dropping their very first major album on November 27th, and it is titled Beyond First, either that or Beyond First Street. I I, I assume Beyond First, Uh, but... It's going to be dropped in three editions total, and it's going to have on it their number one major debut hit single, which was a triple A-side. I'm not going to repeat all three songs, but it was a really big song. We do have the Megane no Otoko no Ko music video on the site. And from what I was told, that's the the hit song from, from the list of three, so... Good job, fandom. And yeah, go check it out. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about this because I really, really liked their music and I'm eager to see where they go. So go check it out. And also to, you know, take out my inner Greg Miller. Beyond! <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. I'm very, very excited to see what Beyonds does with their career. 
And I think with this first album, it'll be、uh, interesting to see what happens from that. Hopefully, they, they break out of the usual idle fare, but who knows? Who knows? I hope they go above and beyond the Call of Duty. But yeah, speaking of going beyond what the normal means, it is the lovely, <laughs> lovely Music Corner alum, Dender. And he dropped a music video for his latest track, Variety, on Raylan Label's official YouTube channel. It's going to be one of the leading tracks for his upcoming EP, In Sight, dropping on October 2nd. And it will include the lovely physical release of Sign and Anyways. Anyways, I loved. I really wish that I could listen to it more, but it was only for a short promotional time that they had that song up. So, oh well. But yeah, you can check out the music video in question, and you can check out the pre order links for Insight on our site also. It only released in one edition, so it's not too much. Yes, yes, yes. I like the trippiness that they did with this music video. Because green screen galore, my friend. Green screen galore. It, it looks trippy.、Yeah. Very, very trippy. The,、oh, I mean, the, the album cover is equally trippy. Yep, yep, yep. And continuing on to other things that I just like, which is anime vocalists. <laughs> Marina Kawano announced that she will be dropping a brand new sing- single, Cod Music Koi, on November 20th. This will be her latest single since Manengi Kamo Nemano, released earlier in May, and will be her first single overall. She'll be teaming up with Studio Monica, and since, you know, it's, it's very, very interesting. Because I, she wants to make it her best one yet. And she commented that, saying that, you know, she's been with her label for, for a while now, actually, for five years since her major label debut. And she's kind of disappointed that this is her second single. And she said that she wanted to turn that around by bringing songs that everyone can enjoy and bring out the highest caliber of music to her fans. Which is interesting, but it'll drop with two editions, but unfortunately, no pre order links were available at the time of reporting. So, Gambalimas. I, I assume、but、with、yeah. her, because she's an anime vocalist, it probably has more to do with scheduling. Yeah, well, I mean, depending you know, with, on how busy she is. With, with say, you work, you're, you can't always just do everything. You can't.、Yeah. You'll be physically burned out. And、uh, yeah. that's, that's unfortunately what a lot of these say you people do. And, and, You know, that's, that's also to go according to what the offices and agencies also do. That's a whole other can of worms. We don't want to listen to that. Yeah, that's, that's true. But, but, I mean, you do look at, like, you know, the prolific career that a lot of these voice actresses have, and then you, you, you throw in, like, the, the crowds at, like, Bushy Road and stuff like that, and you're like, do they ever have time for a private life? My guess would be no. Well, then again, you know, Mayo Cheetah bringing her back, you know, she, she was Shiva. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And she still plays Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Continuing on up, it is the lovely, lovely Charm Park. After his release of his latest music、uh, mini album, Standing Tall, he announced that he will be releasing a brand new album called Reverse and Rebirth on November 20th. It'll be his latest album since his time in perfection back in 2018, and it will be his third overall. Unfortunately, not much is known about the album except we'll release with 10 tracks total and we'll have two editions. 
which is which also is going to be interesting is he'll be having two lives to commemorate the release of it with the first being held in lovely lovely live house shibuya womb and club jule and osaka at the end of december we we are looking forward to the highly anticipation of the release but in the meantime you can check out ordinary along with our music corner if you guys want to check up more about him it's interesting because he is a la born person we're getting a lot of international people now so hey maybe we should reach out to him for an interview too yeah man <laughs> his english is god it's amazing it's fantastic <laughs> i mean it's so clear light like light as day clear like you're like oh wow, whoa so yeah yeah i'd be down for that <laughs> I, i'm also in looking forward to this yeah damn right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Continuing on up, it is the popular three-member rock band Shishamo and dropped the music video for their upcoming track, Kimi no Tenari ni Itaikara, on their official YouTube channel. Dropping on October 16th, the track is all many making waves as it's chosen to be the title song for this year's NHK All Japan's school choir competition for the middle school division, which is something of an amazing feat for certain artists because some of them don't get chosen like there's a lot of songs that don't get chosen but you know shishama they've been in the industry for a little bit of a while now but to have that kind of impressionable feet towards the younger generation which it's always good it's always good but it's very interesting this music video because it is directed by kyotaro hayashi which had worked with the group previously and they took a more drama like approach this time around but yeah if you guys are interested to see the music video for yourself you can check it out on the site the single will also release on a cd only center release per the norm of shishamo's single announcements but yeah you can also pre-order the site or the song on our site and check out the lovely lovely d- depressing looking tracking list on our site too because that that cover art is god but it's nice it is nice but that boy he does look like a crazy boy (laughs) (laughs) well yeah his bag's just laying there on the ground like a crazy person's well her bag's just laying there on the side too (laughs) that's true but she's not she's still not in the swing yet all right moving on up to our next article eight member uh, music unit Solid Emo have announced that they're going to be dropping their second single on November 27th. The name of the single has not yet been revealed, but you can go ahead and pre-order it. And if you're curious about the song, the group's very first debut single, you can check out the music video for their song Forever Young in the article where we have their music video. And like I said, the pre-order links are available on the site. It is going to be in two editions, a standard and limited. Okay, moving on to our next our, uh, our next article. The Rampage from Exile Tribe have dropped their music video for their upcoming album, The Riot. The Riot is set to come out on October 30th. And this is being has already been released as a digital single, so you can go ahead and pick that up. But it's not being released as a physical single. So digitally, you can go ahead and grab this. But yeah, so the music video is called Swag and Pride. And my God, this is their best song that they've done. 
this is an insane like the i man just from the moment the song starts to the moment it ends it's just high energy very intense and i mean it's just kinetic like just the way that the song moves and flows man this is my favorite rampage song by two miles in the sunset and i loved hard hit but swag and pride oh my lord this song is absolutely insane and this song by itself probably like if i had the money i i still might even pick it up like i really want this album now so it is being released in five editions it's being released in a standard edition a cd with dvd edition a cd with blu-ray edition and then a cd with two dvds edition and a cd with two blu-ray editions and we have so depending on what you want you can go ahead and pre-order your copy and we do have the music video for swag and pride check it out it is a fun ride and i promise you it does not disappoint it is a fantastic music video from start to finish yeah yeah i mean it is interesting i did was able to watch it and yeah, they really look really look good on that music video <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean there's that one guy that like eight seconds in he just rips his shirt off you're like oh well <laughs> Okay, continuing on up it is the lovely, lovely vocalist Saika Yamamoto. And after her Oricon Trick breaking hit Toge, she announced that she will be releasing a third single on November 20th. Unfortunately, not much is known about the single, but it will be a winter style ballad track produced by industry legend Takeshi Kobayashi. The B-side track, which is really, really interesting, will be composed by Music Corner alum Syrup and produced by Mori Zentaro, which she worked into the past. Single will drop with three editions, and you can actually pre-order two of those editions on our site because the last one is a official fan club version, which unfortunately, unless you're part of her fan club, you can't get. <laughs> those fan club editions tend to be exclusive. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, you can check out her latest chart-hitting song, Toge, on our site also. I am looking forward to this, especially after her second song, which I did not care much for. I am interested to see what her third song is going to be, and it sounds like it's going to be great. I mean, we have Syrup working on it, and uh, Mori Zentaro is going to be on it, and it's going to be a ballad winter song. Like these are the things I want to hear. These things hype me up to make me excited for this new song. I cannot wait to hear it. So hopefully it's good. Fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything's crossed. Yep. Everything's crossed at this point. Yep. (laughs) What's interesting. What's interesting too, along with the single announcement, she also announced that she'll be having a brand new album released in December too. probably just squeeze out any little bit money that we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. And it'll be, let's get them one more time. Yeah. It'll be a third, her third overall. And it'll be her first album release since she graduated from NMB 48. But yeah. All right. Moving on up to our next article Inflow have revealed. They're going to be dropping their ninth album. It's called Kyo. That's it. That's it. Just Kyo. It's going to be released relatively soon on November 6th. So not too far from now. 
And yeah, it's being released in three editions total. And it's going to have their latest song, Starstruck, on there, along with some of their other unreleased singles that they have so far. And yeah, it's going to be a... It looks to be a big, big thing. It's going to have a total of 14 tracks. The full track listing is on the site, so you can go check that out. And if you want to see all the like the cool album arts we have those on the article on the on the article too and yeah go check it out yeah yeah i'm very very excited for this i can't can't wait i I figure you and luna both are excited for this i am also excited for this but i figure you two be a little bit more excited than i am just a smidge just a smidge just a smidge (laughs) moving on up to our next article we were talking about this earlier but yes, Blue End Count has revealed their upcoming single for the opening that they're going to be doing for My Hero Academia Season 4. It's going to be titled Polaris. And there, if you watch the official second trailer, there like you can hear it in the background. And that's the closest that we have so far to a teaser. It does sound pretty cool and interesting. So, But we'll have to wait probably until the season debuts before we actually get to hear the full thing, which is very soon, October 12th. It's around the corner. I am hyped. I cannot wait. It's going to be released in three editions, a standard limited and limited pressing. And the limited pressing is only going to be available until the 29th of February. So if you want it, get on it. That's all I'm going to say. Moving on up, it is the lovely, lovely four-member rock band, Official Higedandism, released the music video for their track yesterday on their official YouTube channel. Yesterday will be one of the lead tracks for the band's upcoming first, first major label album, Traveler, being set to release on October 9th. And while not extravagant like recent music videos, it keeps it simple with their style in such a way that just cannot be matched. And we'll talk more about this when we reach the Oricon because spoilers there. Yep. But yeah. And as previously reported, official Hige Dundizum's Traveler will feature three tra- three editions, which you can pre-order all on our site. And yeah, you can check out the music video on our site too. All right. And moving on to our last article for the day, Rock Band Superfly which we've already talked about this, but we're going to hit on it just again real quick, have revealed that they're going to be dropping their next album called Zero. It's going to drop on January 15th, 2020. Uh, It's going to come in five editions total. And yeah, you can pre-order your copy on the site and also check out their song Ambitious. If you're not too familiar with Superfly or if you want to hear a preview of one of the songs that's going to be on the albums because Ambitious is going to be on the album so check it out it is worth your time but yeah with that let's just shift gears over to the music corner and this week it is my turn and we are bringing the lovely vocalist Eerie front and center this time around she is a vocalist if you guys don't know that got her start back in 2016 and took a unique spin on the ever-growing R&B slash jazz fusion genre that has been taking over Japan in the industry as of late. With with the gift given of a acoustic guitar and the interest of going to jazz bars time and time again, you know, she developed a very soulful vocal style that is mixed in with hip-hop 
like lyrical arrangements, which at first might throw off some listeners, but you know her vocal style is very mature for that of someone's of someone of her age. Actually, she's very very young, but you know it might throw you because uh, you might think that her very mature vocal style is just how she sings. But no, during backstage interviews. She just literally sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, does she does she like talk in like that that sort of like rap rhymey way too? No, no, no. More <laughs> more so, just a soulful way. That's just like mm. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, her vocal presence it's almost trans like akin to like Juju's, but on changing from Juju, she takes full control of her vocals and mixes it beautifully. To whatever arrangement that is thrown into it, whether it be a much more slower dramatic composition like Shade, or a more energetic fusion style like Wonderland or Only One, it brings a presence that you know might have been glossed over several years back, but is a perfect fit to what the industry needs now. Although short, you know she already has several achievements under her belt. She has won the Sony Music Jam auditions, which immediately her- propelled her to an artist to keep. Watch of, and you know she had several collaborations such as Amazon for the for this year's Japan Fashion Week. The sky is her ceiling, pretty much of her success. And you know, with her only releasing two singles and three albums, you know, the sky's the limit, so to speak, for her. You know, I really do want the the vinyl versions of all of these songs, but it's very, 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 very interesting. <laughs> But yeah, with that, I want to hear your thoughts about this. Yeah, no, I I will say when we were talking about it, you were really concerned about how much I would like her because I didn't like Millet. Well, I I mean, I kind of liked Millet. I wasn't crazy about Millet, I guess would be the better way to put it. I could kind of see why you were a little worried about them because they're they're not the same thing by any means, but they're kind of similar in certain aspects and stuff like that. But I actually really liked Eerie a lot more than I did Millet. I thought Eerie has a really great voice. I love the way she sings. I will say I was a little taken back. The, like the very first time I heard her singing, I was like, whoa, this is different than what I was expecting. But it grows on you pretty fast. And she, she does have a really unique style that just really just makes it work. And her, her voice, I want to say it's sultry. I, I'm not great with, with these things, so I, I could be wrong. But to me, it's sultry. It's like a sultry style voice, and it's just really, really nice. I, I like it. And, yeah, like, it's really good. It's like the one criticism I had of her, and I, I didn't real, I didn't read the music corner right up when I was listening to her. So I didn't know at the time she was an R&B slash jazz fusion sort of thing, but I was listening to her music and I was like, there's really something her music's missing and it's called a saxophone. And I, I literally th- would like, would love to hear like, like just like that. Cause like her, that sounds there already. And it just seems like there's a missing ingredient to the thing. Now the thing's still great. It's still really, really good, but I, I really would like, would have loved to have heard like a saxophone or something in, the, in some of her songs. There are some songs where it's not suitable, like Wonderland. She doesn't need a saxophone in that. And that, that was actually my favorite song that she did. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, like the one song she doesn't need the saxophone wound up being my favorite. So I, I don't know. It, it, it was really, really good. Definitely check her out. Ken, thank you. 
Thank you so much for letting us listen to this lovely lady. She is super talented, and I really, really enjoyed it. As I, you know, have a sigh of relief. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I said, like doing these, like, very, very fusion artists is really a mixed bag for you in particular, mostly because me and Luna and Renford, for that matter, have fairly similar tastes. But because you're still still wanting that happy-go-lucky feel, a lot of these songs are are just very, very mellow, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me, let me put it to you this way. She did make it hard to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would understand that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the cool-down period when you're listening to her songs, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so pretty in much. In between the bursts of running that you're doing, this is the cool-down period, yeah. <laughs> But I had to squeeze her in when I had the time. <laughs> that was when I was running, so. But yeah, besides besides Wonderland, what other songs did you end up liking? Uh, Wonderland was really the one that stuck out the most. That's the only one I can honestly remember right now off the top of my head. Sorry. Mm. I was better mm. prepared a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest, I was better prepared a week ago. And I, I did listen to some more earlier today, and I didn't even think to write down like the names of the songs or anything like that. Wow. So, <laughs> sorry, Ken. <laughs> I, I did listen to Watashi, which was really good. I, I I saw the name and I remembered. Yeah, Watashi was really good. So that that was a good song too. Yeah. So that that song in particular has a lot of her R and B, you know, vibes with it, because she Im- implements a lot of rap with this song particularly. Yeah. It's really good. Regardless, I really do love her, and I found her randomly, too, so. Uh, isn't that always, like, the best is, like, the random finds? You're like, oh, wow, this, this person's amazing. Like, well, I, you know, I, like I said, I was very thrown off by her vocals, especially when listening to Wonderland, because, you know, she looks like a fairly innocent. Pretty much. Gir- looking girl, yeah? So you wouldn't expect that very, very soulful and very mature vocal style coming yeah. out of her. No, 100% agree. So, so, but, yeah, I'm very, very excited. But, yeah, you can check out her official website along with her Twitter and, you know, her music video for Wonderland on her site. You can also check out the link for the, her latest album, Shade. But, you know, her stuff is readily digitally available, too, so, which is really yeah. good. Yeah. She's, she's got, like, a, three albums on Apple Music, something like that, like, there's a lot of she, so like if you go to like Spotify, there's you have a lot that you can listen to, and you're not gonna you know run out of anything to listen to anytime soon. She's great. She's fantastic. Yeah, which is which is just amazing. You know, it's interesting because she's technically a Sony artist too. Yeah, so like I don't mind Sony being Sony. I just wish they were more consistent about them being Sony. <laughs> like. Either be like the, the the like the people that are like you you listen to none of their music, or be like Avex and just put it all out there. Like like I'd like one or the other, but this whole random lot on who who the artist is, I find to be very infuriating. I'm like, come on, guys. Oh boy, with that, let's continue on to the Oricon at number ten, which is Ratata. By Sandame, Jay Soul Brothers from Exile Tribe. You know, I just think of a gun going off when I hear rat tat tat. <laughs> no, it's just, that's that's the onomatopoeia of the the machine gun going. Rat, yeah. Tat, tat. <laughs> so this was 
interesting. Yeah, it it was okay. I wasn't crazy about it, but it, it wasn't too bad. What's what's interesting about this song, it's being used for some USJ thing for Halloween nights. So like they're all dressed up like zombies. Maybe that's why you want to machine gun the zombies, right? Always. Well I mean if you're if I mean if you're gonna deal with zombies, you know. It's it's pretty decent. I I had wished that you know jo- uh, Sandame J Soul Brothers full return to glory would would have been a much more flashier show, but eh, it's it's all right. We'll ha- just have to see what what comes next because it is only a digital release, and yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely thirteen thousand six hundred ninety one points, and going on up to number nine, it is yesterday by official. Hige Dondism. So, what is your honest thoughts about this song now? No, I love this song. This is actually, I'm, I dare say, I, I think this might be my favorite song that they've done. I don't know. I, I feel like I say that every time uh, they have a new song that comes out because I just, I, I don't, this, this group, like, it seems like they just get better with each song, but this song is fantastic. I loved the music video. It is rather simple because it's just them uh, playing and performing in either rain or not rain, depending on the scene of said song. But it's, it's really, really well done. And the the violins that they have in this thing just really elevate the song to the next level, right? Like, it's just like, it's just like really just elevate the song just to be something absolutely stunning and amazing. I really was like, felt moved by this song. I I loved it. I loved it. And I can agree with you on that. This song was amazing. It's not flashy, but it is amazing. And it's probably one of their best songs that I have liked from them. You know, don't get me wrong, Pretenders is such a really, really great song. But yesterday seems like the next step of what they need to do. Yeah. Compared to um, well, their their last song, which was just an evolution of Pretenders 2.0, I feel like this is oh we're gonna ch- we're gonna change ourselves to have a better sounding song, that's, and that's I, what they did with yesterday. I still like the the trumpet the trumpets that they added to Sh- uh, Shukume. I, I still really like that 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 little flare just really mm, mm, it's so nice. It, Takes me back to high school. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's why I loved it. Unfortunately, but, yeah. because of that, that's the only thing that makes it different from Pretenders too. Now, now that's a very fair point. Yes. Because otherwise, it's a fairly similar sounding song, right? Well, to me, it, it is. But I don't know. But regardless, you know, yesterday was really good, and it sold a lovely thirteen thousand nine hundred and nine points, and going on up his own. God, it is a uh, Doki Doki by Mirage Second. I, I think it's just Mirage Mirage because when they do the the the, the little thing, they they just say their name twice. Mirage Squared. Yeah, whatever. I mean, they're fourteen years old. I I don't think they know what. <laughs> <laughs> they should know, they should know how the powers work. I don't, I don't know. I don't. But we we don't work in the Japanese educational system. We should ask true. Renford for that. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will say this song's not too bad. It, it is. Um, imagine what a song sung by fourteen year olds would sound like, and this, this song pretty much lives up to that. <laughs> In every manner and capacity, it, it's it's kind of catchy though, so it's not the worst. But I, I would never say it's amazing either. I have to take myself out of this equation because it is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it is sung by little girls and you know i just think of that one time where we saw it and it's uh just just the otosans cheering on the daughters I forgot about yeah, that it is part of a like a tokusatsu yeah. drama like a like a prefectural drama song so but regardless it sold very very well at 14,978 points and going on up to the thing that just won't die with speaking of the devil is pretenders <laughs> yeah we, we say all we can no, say no, won't die at all. It's still selling nothing much where <laughs> we can three months can't later <laughs> we're still talking about this this song oh my god it's on here for a reason right <laughs> Yep, yeah. It sold a lovely 19,749 points. And going on up is Cue My Flower by Pastel Palettes. So, I mean, it's Pastel Palettes song. I mean, I, I I don't mind them. They're probably one. They they have one of the more interesting Seiyu vocal lines in the group because the person that plays the Chisato the Blonde in this group is... Sumide Uehara Sumide, which is you know the the person that just gives us all the clicks. Thank you, Sumide Sean. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your bone cue bones. But yeah, we will, that's all we'll say on that much. And the person that plays Eve, which is the white haired girl, used to be a former member of SKE. Oh, okay. That turns to you. But I, I liked it. it. It's a catchy song. It's a pastel palette song, like you said. I mean, it's it does not rewrite the book and their and their music but I, I find it to be catchy and that most sometimes that's just good enough for me so i'm down for it yeah i mean the song is good it's it's probably a better a better than their last couple songs that they have released without throughout the year so to make it this far up in the oricon that tells you something <laughs> yeah yeah they'll never beat roselia though i don't i don't think they'll be even afterglow at this point <laughs> probably not but yeah, cue my flower sold a lovely twenty thousand seven hundred twenty-nine points, and going on up to the thing that also probably won't die, but this will probably be the last week we'll see it. It is brave by Arashi. We missed the the initial sales charts for this song. I think this is the first single since they came. They announced their hiatus. Yeah, and it sold fairly fairly well the first week. But you know, what did we think about this song? I loved it. I, I thought this was fantastic, and I didn't know one of the members in the group could rap. Oh yeah, a dude. Yeah, show is the, the oh rapper that, that, of this of this group. That that's what makes their songs so much good because they do inflex that that rapping style of the late nineties. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that late nineties rapping style. I mean, that that's where I'm at. That's what I like. That's where I like it at. You know. So man, like when I heard that, I was like, well, this song is just. Probably my favorite that they've done so far that I've heard. Like, yes, that that rap break had me. But even without the rap break, I mean, this is a really good song. It's very catchy, and the guys are really in sync. I really like the vocals and just the way that the the music flowed through it, and just the way that the the lyrics sounded as they sung. It was really well, nicely done, and you know that. I really felt like, in, you know, if this is the last song that they do before the, they go out on their hiatus, this is probably the best song to go out on a hiatus on. It was really well done, high number, fan, fantastic song. I, I absolutely love this song. And I agree with that. It's an amazing song. It's probably a return to form, so to speak, for their certain style. You know, as much as we give 
criticism towards the Johnny style. You know, Odyssey did break that wheel for a bit when they first appeared on the waves. But, you know, they kind of go in and out of Johnny style and then they don't reinvent themselves. And having this break from their last album, which was almost a like a good couple months to a year out now, which is good for them. They needed this break. And if they just probably give it a little more time, they'll probably put out another single or two. But if they just leave it the big empty hiatus breaks that they have been doing, then, you know, we all know that they'll have some really good quality work ahead for them to, you know, have that send off for a bit. Yeah. But yeah, regardless, Brave sold a lovely 22,817 points. And going on up it is Yu Akemade Tsuyoi Nakutemo E by Nogizaka 46. Once again, an amazing song. Probably really, really good. Yeah, two thumbs up. Said all we said a couple weeks back. Nothing much has changed, right? No. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 28,661 points. And going on up it is number three by heartbeat yes. by high five i'm so happy these guys are here you like there are not words to describe how happy i am to see these guys again i loved we are high five i loved that song i listened to it on repeat after we did that episode like i absolutely adored that song so I kept hoping like I'd get to see them again and to come back at number three because when they debuted, they were at number six, if I remember correctly. And now they're at number three. So they really climbed up like, oh my God, this song is so good. So amazing. It's already on Apple Music. I've already got it downloaded. I was already listening to it when I had to run an errand earlier today. Like I absolutely love this song. Both Heartbeat and the second song on that album are really, really good. Oh my god, this is really good. I love these guys. Yeah, I keep on forgetting that, you know, before we had the lovely setback of you just really liking Johnny things, you really liked the groups that weren't Johnny, but were doing Johnny style. <laughs> and, you know, High Five is an amazing group, and I know that the male idol industry will do very, very well, even without, you know, Odyssey and stuff like that, to have that vacuum of power, so to speak. Yeah. But it was a very solid album, or single nonetheless, and yeah, I can't I can't wait to hear more by them. But yeah, Heartbeat so they lovely thirty one thousand six hundred and fourteen points. And going on up it is Uma Toshika by Yunezu Kenshi. So it didn't reach the numbers that I thought it would have, but it was going up both up against Adashi and AKB yeah, back to back weeks, but it held its spot at number two. And in a respectable 60,000 points sorry to spoil the number there but you know that you know it it, it didn't you know it, it's a very healthy number and I, I mean we're we're, we're, we're it's going to be on next week I, I just assume like I'd be surprised if it's not like it'll be on there for a while I think Kenshi Yonezu the way that he works is I, I really feel like he's like one of those like kind of like pretender where like He's kind of like that long tail slow burn thing where it's like, yeah, you know, like Arashi and AKB48, like they're going to have like these high numbers because everybody's going to go out day one and buy them. And then they kind of peter out after that. But, you know, you have like people like Pretender, like um, Pretender and, uh, you know, this song with uh, Kenshi. And, you know, that, that like there's, they're going to have, they're going to be on here a lot longer. So we're going to talk about them a lot more. 
or at least mention that they're on here. I don't know if we're going to talk about them too, too much more, but yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah, and you know, it's the first physical release of both Umetoshika and Umito Yure, so it's very, very interesting nonetheless. But you know, eh, like you said, a very respectable 61,003 points. But going on up to number one, Sustainable by AKB48. Okay. So. I'm going to go ahead and get mine out of the way because I think I think if you're a longtime listener to the show, you'll probably guess what mine is. I love this song. I'm more interested to hear how you feel because your, your history with AKB48 is a lot more explored than mine is. So I'm really eager to hear because to me, this song is a throwback to things that they did like 10 years ago, it feels like. like this is like really a callback to older days and there's this, this idea that they'll they'll persist that that the brand's sustainable for years to come i i, I gotta know what are your two cents on this because we haven't talked about this i'm eager to know if we had to be perfectly honest it's it's fine <laughs> i i can't knock it and you know the thing is this is done by by Yoshimasa Inoue, who who did another song by AKB48, which is, you know, 10 years ago, and it's called Junen Sakura. So what's very, very interesting about this song is it's a homage to that, because in Junen Sakura, it takes place in 2019, but it was filmed in 2009, because it's supposed to show the future of what that brand was supposed to be at the time because they didn't know that they were going to continue on also and just doing and seeing how they're doing it this time around saying that you know the brand has been here so long that we'll continue for 10 more years and i i'm very very hopeful that it does because it does give inspiration to all these girls across japan and all these fans that you know love music and stuff like that we have to wait to see i i don't know what's the future in store for akb sustainability is is a great song i'll I'll give it that but it's not inventing the wheel like it what it needs to be for what the brand it's what the brand needs to be and that's what i fear is going to happen that it's just going to be sustainable long enough but not for the future and that's honestly my two cents for this song. You you can see the how the progression of the idol industry changed over the last 10 years, going from even 20 years, going from Money Moose to AKB to what the generation is now. It, it hasn't really changed all too much for the big players. And they need something to shake that up to know that, you know, the same old thing isn't going to happen anymore. And what's interesting is they did a thing where they had a time capsule. And this is what hit me. Because they had a time capsule for Junen Sakura. And the the year is 2028, 2029 20, 20, for that. So, And it showed, <laughs> this is the, the most funniest thing. They showed Judina as a much more older woman looking after her juniors. When back in June and Sakura, she was the junior being looked over by 
the people of that generation. And you know, it's good. It's very emotional for me because it it had to involve a song that I really, really do love of AKB. And I'm pretty sure if we had Renford on this episode, he would honestly say the same thing. <laughs> because of our history of with AKB and it's 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 something very, very interesting. And you know, the idol industry gets a lot of slack. AKB gets a lot of slack of what they do and what how the 48 family run things and how Akimoto loves things. But since he went public, he's just not involved in it as much as everything. But that's it's it's interesting regardless to see them take this way. Sustainable is a very very interesting way of how they're gonna take this industry, and if the news of what Judina is gonna be doing comes fluent hopefully she's still there or still relevant in 10 years who knows we don't know how the industry is going to be but i mean i i it, wouldn't be too surprised if she's close pretty close to graduating i mean she's she's getting on up there as far as her age goes so she's she's probably not going to be with the group much longer anyways i would imagine yeah she's been in the group for over 10 years now so <laughs> Yeah. So she was she, she was in it when she was fourteen, and she's twenty four now. And oh boy, yep. <laughs> what's what's funny is the people that are in June and Sakura. There are three of them that are still in Sustainable. <laughs> so I find that and th- hilarious. <laughs> shows shows those three people were sustainable over the years. Oh boy, they should have left a while back. <laughs> <laughs> So, but who knows, you know, what's... Yeah, I mean, it's a giant wait and see. Oh, boy, that was a longer rent than I needed to have gone on for this song. (laughs) That shows you if we ever do a AKB episode with, yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be in it for the whole long haul. (laughs) I assume if that day comes, like, that'll be like a four or five hour show, probably. So that song, Junin Sakura, it it was very interesting because they did an overarching future storyline with AKB within the the next couple graduation songs, which I just really did like. But eh, we'll get about it when we get to more graduation songs. But yeah, regardless, sustainable, sold. <laughs> Freaking amazing. Yep. <laughs> that it did. That it did. It sold a bombastic 1.3 million copies, or grand total of 1,382,388 copies. Just simply amazing and on point for the brand. Yep. But good on Kenji to stay on at number two, regardless. But yeah, let's slowly go on to the albums here and the first one it is this western artist liam gil Gilgaher, called why me why not and i don't know much about liam there but it's it's all that's all right we have creva with after mixtape creva is an amazing r&b hip-hop artist so be very very good there 2 p.m best in korea too by from 2012 to 2017 so everything of 2 p.m there so if you are a fan of 2 p.m you would like that spectrum by uehara hiromi she's another very very talented vocalist over there itsuka sonohi no kuru kuruhi made by 
the lovely, lovely Yasahe Ikichi. Ikichi? I believe that's how you say his name. I'm so sorry because he's a he's a staple in the industry too for a vocal for male vocalist, and I just butchered his name. So sorry about that. Five X Twenty popped up, but again, still on there by the good old Arashi. The Ribbon Fossil by Dibu is also there. Old Seventeen Volume Three. That's probably the mini album done by Seventeen and Perfume. The best P cubed. So they lovely one hundred four. 4,873 copies. That is Perfume's best of album. So, that's pretty amazing. It's a 1.104,000. So. Especially with a best of, because I know that best of's aren't, aren't cheap. But yeah, with that, you can check us out at all the lovely social media sites. You can check us out at you on Twitter and Instagram. You can check us out on the site at ongaku2u.com. You can check us out on YouTube, where you can probably listen to this while you're vacuuming, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what people... <laughs> I don't know if you want to listen to a podcast while you vacuum. I mean, I the vacuum is pretty uh, Noise-canceling your headphones. <laughs> but you can't listen to us while you dust. Yeah, yeah, that's a very quiet job. Yeah, you can listen to us, uh, and while you're there, while you're dusting, give us a give us a like and subscribe, and give us a comment of why why Luna isn't on here. I don't know why she's not on here. <laughs> <laughs> if you I think wanna, the CIA came and grabbed her. The CIA came and grabbed her, and then just here. Yeah, she FBI has. Open up. She has intelligence. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you can follow our two affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer, does all the horror games. He just teamed up with a, I guess a group. I don't, a team. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I I, I would say I'm not a Twitch streamer, but technically I technically am. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you've done it. Those. Yeah, <laughs> I've done it. I've done it a handful of times. But yeah, I mean, you can check him out at Koryu Hunter. At twitch.tv slash Corey Hunter, K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also find him on Twitter at Kokusai Koryu, K O K U S A I K R O R Y U. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTap, which is he is a Twitch streamer in his own right. You can find him at twitch.tv slash TimberTap, T I M B R T A F T, and Twitter at TimberTap also. You can follow me at OTYCan1. You can follow Luna at LunaMarie87. You can also find Renford at RenfordD. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I've been listening to. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, leave us a comment of uh, what we think we should be doing. Doing better. We are susceptible to any sort of criticism. Anything that can make the show better. Except... Except talk about English music right? <laughs> or Korean music. We're not. We're not going to do that. We're a Japanese music podcast. <laughs> no, no, we haven't lost our minds. <laughs> no, we're not going. What? What? B- BTS. That doesn't mean behind the scenes. What? Uh, actually, the acronym makes no sense to me. I've had it explained. I'm like, the, what? Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but yeah, regardless. I want to thank you guys so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. And this is great. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>